Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to your one glass of champagne Cheers. and wine. Smells My good. coffee that I can't get enough of right now. Got pear. Work day. Into another edition of Road Trip, and I'm Allie Clifton, Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson. Guys, it's been a while. I'm not gonna lie. Well, Channing went on fucking vacation. He's still on vacation. He's still on vacation. It's not like, vacation when you're with your family still. I need a vacation from this family trip. Yeah, but you like it, literally. I saw your post that said like uh, our. 2,000th million vacation, family vacation. You posted that. I know. Richard, uh, yeah. I need a vacation from this vacation. I'm just yeah. going to say this. When you've got the setup behind you that you do, yeah. that has been 20,000 times um, more sophisticated than any background you've given us. <laughs> You're uh, on a boat in the middle of a beautiful body of water. Yes. I don't need to hear that you need a vacation from your vacation. No, no one cares. <sighs> it's been work, guys. You know, it's been work. It's a little cloudy today. Might go fishing. Dude, I caught a six pound catfish last night. Uh, all right, all right. So was that, who, who posted it? Huh? Did, you, did you do it with your hands? Yes. You fucking liar. <laughs> no, of course not. It was just a worm and a bobber. Okay, wait a second. Do you put your worm on the hook? Yes, Allie, are you? It's a legitimate question. There are some fishing. people who will not bait their hook. Who? People that don't fish. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, one of your, actually one of your colleagues at TNT, Candace Parker. They did a little vlog on their show on Tuesday night. She went fishing with Layla, her daughter. Yeah. Uh, the Wubble. And she was saying how much she loved her daughter. Uh, and you could tell just by the fact that she was baiting her own hook. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, worms don't bother me. Yeah. So okay, had, where are you had, on vacation at? Uh, it's play, Liberty Lake in Washington. So we drove up here. It's like five oh, hours my west of, uh, of Portland. So a lot, of, a lot of road trips here. A lot of road trips. How are your road trips going, Richard? <laughs> That good, huh? Tight. No, well, I like I've been just driving in Phoenix. That's been like the only road tripping that I've done, um, and it's great. It's great to go to a hundred and twelve degree weather. It's all yeah. No, I, I not, like, ladies and gentlemen, you have two Phoenix quote unquote natives. Uh, grew up there, love it. Went to college there. I could not think of a worse fucking place to be right now. No, <laughs> no. How long does that last? Uh end of August, end of August, September. Like it's it gets perfect. And it, then from August until April. April. <laughs> it's the basketball but, season is the it's best. The best. It's right? one of the best things oh. in the world. One of the best places in the world from August to April. Facts. When you say, so it's dry heat, obviously, right? Yeah, it's like an oven. Yeah. Dry heat, 112 degrees. Like, can you even go outside and go swimming? Yeah, like swimming the, only the body of water that you go swimming in, whether it's a pool, lake, ocean, whatever, not ocean, but uh, pond, like, is it cold? You swim in ponds in a desert? No, because you could, she's I'm talking sure. about like, I'm yeah, sure. like up in Sedona. pond. No, no like, there are no. pools. Yeah, pool, everyone, pools. Has a pool. everyone has, like, okay. most people have pools. I hate to use that general term because I didn't have shit. I didn't have a pool growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate to use that term everyone when I was not included in it. Uh, no, yeah, a lot of people do pools, like pool parties, stuff like that. But it's like really though, and the water gets super warm. The water gets warm even if it's not heated. But that's just it, man. Like you always hear those stories of like 
people's feet burning when they walk out to like try yes. and mail. What? Oh yeah. If you walk from your front, like okay, Allie, you know when that that really really hot sand. If yeah. You look, it's, if it's this there, imagine yeah. that times five. Just five, not seven here's or the thing, six. Here's the thing: five. in Arizona, it's 112 degrees. I walk on the sand here in Southern California. And it's 71 degrees and my feet burn on the sand. It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, feet. it's next level. What? That, you can cook an egg on a sidewalk. That's not an exaggeration. That's not an exaggeration. That's not an exaggeration. I wouldn't suggest eating it. This is more of a science experiment <laughs> than it is an actual whole. No, but dude, it's, it's, it's trippy because it was like, you put stuff in your car, you leave stuff in your car, and it's just melted, like melted. It doesn't matter what it is. Like chapsticks, if oh, you leave God. a chapstick in your car and you open it, it just becomes liquid. Well, that, that's the common sense. Like Allie, the most dangerous thing in Arizona, it's not a scorpion, it's not a it's rattlesnake. A it is the metal seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that metal seatbelt has taken more lives and souls than any other thing. Because you're like, oh, because you know, without auto start, Somebody had to run out, get in there, and like an oven or like a like yeah. a grill. You literally get into yeah, and it's like it doesn't matter. You gotta like you gotta avoid the seat, and it, and like you're not touching them, and it's like you're not oh touching God. the leather, and then your body. And this is one thing that people don't understand. Even if you turn your AC on and it's blowing cold air, the leather is still exuding heat. Oh, so it's like this, like you're literally stuck between like cold air blush, like rushing on you, and then just black or whatever leather. Just how many oh. times did you all get burned by the seatbelt? Oh, a hundred, hundreds, like, hundreds, hundreds. Because even if you get in your car every day, twice, <laughs> it's every every day. Even if you, even if you were to like go work out in the morning, and then you leave your car, then you leave your car someplace for an hour. Like you, okay, this is a sad thing. Like, you know, you hear those stories about people leaving their yeah. kids in the car for 30 minutes. Okay, let's take the kids out of that. If you go into the grocery store and you come back into your car 30 minutes later, your car is a fucking oven. Yeah, your car is an oven. It's an oven. Like it, it is, it is a, if you've never like really fully, like, and it's just like anything, you climatize. Now you're an Ohio girl, you've dealt with this, you know, cold Ohio weather. If I you, put my heated seats on when it's 60 degrees out here in the winter. No, but I'm saying though, that's now it's like 60, now it's 60 degrees and you're like, man, it's cold. And you're that's like, wait. Thing. I put my heated seats on. Yeah, 100%. For Ohio, I grew up in like negative temperature. So you climatize, you climatize and you still do but you know the trippy shit is when you are, it, this not an exaggeration, at 10 o'clock at night, the sun has been down for hours and you look at the temperature and it still says 99 or 101. That is not an exaggeration. Not an exaggeration. The pool is hotter at, the, at, at night. You're like, ooh, let me jump in the pool. That's a jacuzzi. That's why people don't have jacuzzis. Your pool is a jacuzzi. Like some people get pool heaters. We got to get pool coolers. <laughs> no, that's right? not a thing. That's not, not a thing. thing. But it sounded good, though. But it sounds like a good idea. That's a million dollar idea, Channing. No, uh, I, I'm glad that everyone got to listen to us start off this podcast talking about the, the climate in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, that's the that's the thing that worries me about global warming. Everyone talking about California's time. What the hell is about to happen to like Arizona and Dallas? And I don't give it like that I, piece of bacon you forgot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love it. I want to know. I always want to choke. Like, look, humidity sucks. I like humidity is definitely a it is definitely a, a supreme equalizer. But like, there's very few places that have humidity 
that get to 115. Most places are like 90 and then it's like, like you know, 102 with hu high humidity. That's awful. But 115 with no humidity is fucking just. So basically what you're telling me is that quarantine has meant nothing to you guys because you grew up living in the house because it was so hot outside you never went out. Well, we went to the gym. I went to Kiwanis Park. Yeah. Well, see, Channing, Channing had a little bit more of a, of a more stable income than uh, I did growing up. Um, so I definitely played outside. That was it. I, I played outside. I mean, I was outside, just underneath a tree. I <laughs> 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 was underneath a tree. Listen, whatever board game you got, bring it underneath this tree, brother Effer. And you no. better shut that door. Don't leave a door open. Yeah. That's why, that's why, you know what? It was so funny. Like, I kid you not. When it was an advantage, when we used to go play in like those Las Vegas and Reno tournaments, right and these kids would just be like yo it's so hot it's, and then the phoenix kids would walk in be like yo it's nice this yeah, is nice what is right? this 101 what is yeah, that, October? You get these kids like you know you go to vegas for all these tournaments and it's like you get these kids from you know ohio or from wherever and it was just like yo it's 115 we can't go outside and we're sitting out here like just shooting craps doing whatever we could why do they have to be from ohio i feel like that was a shot at me i'm just referencing um, no, i'm referencing our people I'm, our people. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about the bubble? Love, love it. Love it. Love it. You yeah. love it because you're on the outside, or you actually? Oh, no, I wouldn't mind have gone. Uh, seeing how it is, I, I could have done that for a month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to the bubble for a month. That's not gonna be everyone I know that talks to says, "Isn't that bad?" Yeah, give them another week. Give them another week. Give it another well, week. Um, I'm saying, like they said, the food is good. He said, obviously, it's, it gets monotonous, but, you know, between fishing, golfing, chilling by the pool, drinking, hooping, what else would they do on a normal basis, right? It's just, you know, it's just what they do. And so it's yeah. just, it's just the, the tediousness of it is getting tested so much. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to the conference finals. I'm going oh. conference finals, NBA finals. Uh, yeah, but dude, the, the stories that they're telling me, no, no, again, I don't want anybody to listen to this and then all of a sudden start quoting me on articles and shit. I'm just saying, like, what I'm hearing loosely is that obviously you have to have a quarantine and you get to get go there. But after you have that initial quarantine to get in and quote unquote the players bubble, like, because there's, there's a media bubble, there's a players bubble, to get inside the players bubble after you've done this quarantine, you have to, after all the different things that you've done just to get into it, you then have to isolate yourself for a week in a room and they just bring you food yeah like that's but i'm like we're like just purely but that's why that's why the nba can deliver three straight testing results of zero out of 343 people being tested negative players think about it. that's players they're they're also testing coaches they're testing training staff anyone that's inside that bubble like they talk about there's 350 players but it's like there's all there's 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 over a thousand people that are you know whether it's coaches yeah. trainers all of them have to get tested the same amount that the players do right so there's like so many people that are getting tested so that's a compliment to the nba yeah i don't know how logistically ali and i said we didn't think they could do it just because thinking of logistics but whoever that person is they're probably still sleeping from staying up for 72 hours writing down the specifics of like what the players need where they should go how they should go where does the media go how do the players sit apart like do you want to know one of the things that blew, one of the thing that blew my mind and i'm not saying that they don't have staff 
I swear I saw like, it seemed like younger people, I want to say kids, but they have people there that like are wiping up the floors. Like, like I saw like little kids, like, you know, not little kids, yeah, ball but boys, ball boys. And you're sitting here like, there are ball boys that are going to be in this bubble and they have to get tested just like everybody else. It's like the entire infrastructure. And you're like, it looks like that's some young people in there, like wiping up the floors. Like those dudes are getting tested just to wipe up the floor. Yeah. But I think those guys, I don't want to say are hired by the NBA, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They're Disney. So they are in a special section where they, if you watch them, they stay in a bubble by themselves and can go back and forth. So they don't ever interact with the players. Do you want to know who, who, who uh, didn't get it right? Uh, Football uh, and basketball. Like guys, that, that's, the, that, that's the part that frustrates me. That's the part that yeah. frustrates me legitimately for the other sports. Even being in our sport has done it correctly. What were you going to say, Allie? I just listening to our guys at Spectrum, obviously with the Dodgers being back, um, Nomar, Garcia Parra, and of course, Jerry Hairston, who's been uh, a guest here on Rotorbin, they were kind of going back and forth in regards to this was after the first outbreak with the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Um, just how harder it becomes to actually do a bubble with baseball. Because you have to think about it. They weren't in the playoffs. So you're not eliminating teams like the NBA right. was able to do. Yeah. And not only that, half of, well, their sports played outdoors. So how many actual parks are indoors when you're talking climate? Because then you run into a lot of situations with rain, cancellations, postponement. So like yeah. the factors are different. Well, well, and, and yeah, you're right. right now. What if somebody's drilling above you? Richard, this doesn't what? stop here in the South Bay. What, the construction? construction. Yeah. Oh, no, I can, I promise you, I, I promise you. I have never, and I've lived here for six years now, I have never lived more than three houses away from construction. And you're funny as your house is under construction. That's fucking funny to you. Anyways, not to get off. That was just my point. I think it's just the difference between what NBA has been able to do and been so successful with and and what other leagues are having to manage and deal with. And and unfortunately, it's sad. Well, no, 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 no. This is what it is. It, It is the collateral damage. These people understand that they, they, everyone knew that it wasn't going to be able to be accomplished without tons of people. They fully went forward knowing and knowing that this was going to happen. That's the part that people need to understand. Baseball and football, like college football and all oh, this stuff. Like they knew, they uh, like, and obviously the bubble is not realistic for college football. It's not realistic for a lot of these other like sports. The NBA, I want to say the NHL, um, MLS, the WNBA, they, they, they did it right because there was a situation where they could. Um, the part for all these other sports is like, oh, you will, you, you're willing, you know that this is not going to go well. And they're like, yes, but we have to move forward, right? That's their kind of mindset. The part that's going to get interesting, in my opinion, is no one truly believes that this is going to be over in December, December but you can't take these guys back to the bubble for a 60 game season and just starting in December. You can quote unquote, but they're going to have to either open it up. I think they might just do like two seasons, right? Like maybe you go two months or you go six weeks and then you go home for a month and then you have the testing regulations and then you go back. But it's like, how is the NBA, like you said, baseball is not finishing a season. They're starting a season. How is the NBA going to start a season? Because you can't have all of these guys quarantined for six months. 
Like you just you like that's the that's do the you, do you pick two or three bubbles and then the guys get to fly between those two or three bubbles, right? Where at least it's not so like you have a bubble in the Midwest, then you have a bubble in the in the east, and then you have a bubble in the west. And so that way when they travel, four or five teams at a time travel together. So they get tested, they all get on planes together, they fly over together. So that way they're not separated so that there's oh hi Allie. But what happens if well, what happens if one bubble? What happens if one bubble gets infected, right? At least, well, then if one bubble gets infected, at least it's not the whole league. You could still continue to play games. You would just have a two-week period where that one bubble doesn't play. And at that time, like, and I'm just you know throwing spaghetti up against the wall here, is that like if you like what I think what's happening with baseball is they're just playing games to play games. And if they don't have half their team, they're like, screw it. Get somebody from the AAA, right? And they're like- There's not even AAA baseball right now. <laughs> well, they're single A, double A. They better get triple B. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, is baseball just saying, you know what? Maybe if everyone gets it, then we don't have to worry about it all the time. So we're just like letting them just, everybody just get it and go along with their business. And as long as no player gets severely- sick or nobody family gets severely sick then they're just going to keep it pushing yeah and let's not talk about college football you yeah. saw what happened oh, yeah. 12. yeah yeah well that's that's the thing that to me is like we're going to applaud the nba that we and we should we should applaud all the sports that were able to do it yeah. right obviously there's that's 15 guys yeah there's 15 guys on an nba roster how many guys are on an nfl or, a, or, or on a baseball roster like yeah. 60 Right, like obviously there, there's more challenges to that stuff, uh, but I don't know. I just what else has stood out to you guys from the bubble? Has anything like jumped out just in regards? To, I think like first, of, like one of the first things I noticed was it actually sounds like there's fans at the games. Yeah. Oh, it that is was shocking to me. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It look, look. I'm sorry. The games have been awesome. Like my boy uh, Eric. You guys all know Eric. I'm telling you, he's like, well, he's like, dude, the only, what game are you calling? Because I'm calling games for the virtual reality. If any of you guys have virtual reality in the Oculus uh, venues, I'm calling these games for the next uh, couple of weeks. And he was like, well, you know, I just didn't want to get, he goes, I just didn't want to do it for eight games. And I was like, Eric, that's eight games times 22 teams, dumbass. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> goes, oh, I was like, yo, and like, dude, there's like four games on a day. Oh. Right? You're all in the Too middle. Too much sometimes. Games. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, and I was like, and they're all in the middle of the day. You, and you know what it's like? You ain't got shit to do. Nothing. Right? Like he runs. A Nobody's venue. going to concerts. Yeah, he there. runs a venue for Live Nation, so he's got nothing to do. And this is what he says. He goes, "You did a much better job of selling it than my Direct TV guy did." <laughs> I was like, dude, it's. I was like, yo, if you get it now, it's still worth it. You're gonna oh. get forty games over the next, like, you know, yeah, hour, not hour, including hour. the play-in games. Yeah, I was like, Which we are definitely having playing games for mm. the West. Oh, Lakers. oh, that's just gonna get weird, dude. How about Jared Jackson Jr.? He was balling. He was balling. He's good. He's, He's good. Really good. You know, when Ben Simmons, Rich, you've called a couple Philly games. What's what happened to Ben Simmons? He's out. He just located his kneecap. Yeah, so he's done. Done. He's out indefinitely. Yeah, that's done. Done. That's done. Done. Because it's more. It's gonna sound awful. But I'm not saying it like I'm happy that he got hurt. But are the Sixers better with either Ben Simmons or Embiid? Because they do not look good together still. 
Well, my, my thing is this. I, I, I called two of Philly's games. I called two of them, and it was like – it's different when you're calling the game because you're literally, like, breaking down, like, every play all yeah. the time. That dude is fucking good, man. He's so good. It's like, Joe, I watch him, like – there was, like, four consecutive plays, right? They throw the ball – Joel Embiid, yeah. yeah. They throw the ball into him. He holds it. Double team comes. He just throws it out for a three. Next play down, they come. He rips baseline, rips baseline, goes in. Next time down, they throw it into him. He dribbles down. The double team comes late. He splits the double team and scores. Next time down, and you're just sitting here like, yo, this dude is picking them apart. That's nuts. And it's like, look, I, and I love Ben Simmons, and I love like they started playing him more at the four. Yeah, which I think is which I think is good because he's huge. Ben he's Simmons is huge. He's and fast. Like, he's the big. He's second biggest guy on their team. So like putting him on the block and all that stuff. So look, you know this, Channing. It's hard to find very good players. If these guys get along and these guys like playing with each other, I don't think you want to pick one or the other because ultimately, you know, this league you need two superstars at least to like make it to the postseason and do something. But but as like a team and as like you're, when we were on the Cavs, there was a style that we played, right? It was Kyrie and Braun style, right? Mm -hmm. Which was run when you get off of turnovers and other than that. When we're tired, we'll throw you the ball to shoot it. Yeah, exactly. Like at the last four seconds, right? You better make it or you're sitting your ass down. But like Ben Simmons is an up and down running guy. If he was in a fast game, where he was being able to use his size and his length, like, I feel like he'd be better. But then it's like Joel Embiid is so damn good, you want to slow the game down and just force feed him. He is really so like, good. Like, who, who are you as a team? He, and, like, well, I, I, I think they get in problems. Because it's like, who gets the ball at the end of the game? Shake Milton? Well, it, well, look, look, at the end of the day, Ben Simmons, it doesn't matter if you play the style of basketball that benefits him more. You ain't giving him the ball at the end of the game. He's not a good free throw shooter. Can't still, still is not shooting jumpers. And look, Ben Simmons is uh, all NBA, one of the best defenders in the league. Like when you're being critical of him, it's not that you don't appreciate how good he is. Yeah. You're just trying to see how it can translate to winning a championship or winning like at a high level. Right. I think, I think they can play together. I think, I think, you know, um, I think Tobias Harris is shit. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, I, I think I think when they had Jimmy Butler, when they oh, had man. Jimmy Butler, that's what they need. So this is what I'm saying. No one was being critical of their roster when they had Jimmy Butler, right? Because you're like, oh, you got your finisher. You got a guy that can play in the pace. You got a guy that can play in half court. So it's less about switching those guys and finding – you can't say find a Jimmy Butler, but finding that closer. And hopefully Tobias yeah. involved. So hopefully Tobias can keep growing and maturing into that role. But I don't think you got to get rid of one of them to the other one. Because Channing, what do you think of the Blazers? Uh, first of all, I forgot how good Nurkic is. Like, <laughs> I forgot. And this is the best shape I've seen him in and watching him for a long time. Like, he's patient. He's, I think, having mellow dame cj like he's so much more comfortable now being aggressive he's not diverting to people but he's also making the right plays i think like he's fresh um and i think the fact that he has hassan whiteside behind him also makes him like i could be more aggressive if i get two fouls somebody else is coming in that's you know that is going to help us out defensively because if whiteside wasn't there you would have to go to Swan again, who's a young guy who's developing. He's good. But 
he doesn't block shots. He's not known as a defender. He's more of a rebounder guy. So when you know you're coming in with a seven foot one guy, as Richard Lee, uh, then, right. you know, it, it makes it a little bit easier on you to be aggressive. But I think the Blazers pull it out. It's hard for me to bet against Damian Lillard. I think he's the best guard in the league. Um, and then I feel like that's what the NBA wants is that Lakers Blazers matchup. Will you bet against Dame? What a uh, in that first round matchup, I'm betting against his ass, but it's not, I, yeah. I mean, if Rondo plays, I would have to say, yeah, but I here's what I say they don't have an answer for CJ McCollum and Rondo or CJ McCollum and Dame, but Braun and AD, the way they've been playing when they're motivated and like locked in is the, what I mean, AD did to <laughs> no I mean, but they just look bored they're they already clinched it doesn't matter if they're first second third they're like there's no home court okay I actually oh. had to do this I I did an NBA radio the other day and we were talking about this do you think because you guys were around when Braun was always saying this and he always said it in the east it doesn't matter what seed he is just get me in the playoffs obviously they've clinched they're the number one seed but do you feel like he feels that confident in the west still oh or do you think well, I mean, that's, a damn, that's a damn lie. Let me say this. Let me say when Bron says that shit, there's truth to it because his only goal is to win a championship. There's truth. But then he but then that part of like when he would say stuff like when he heard it, like let's say that. You know how everybody talks about Michael Jordan, how he always made things personal and how he always figured out ways to like challenge himself and to like just create ways. So he heard everyone for 15 seasons talking about, yeah, but he's doing it in the East. Yeah, he's doing it in the East. So for him to come and get the number one seed, that part meant something to him just because it, they were, because now next time he's like, oh yeah, but he was doing it in the East and people could then defend him and be like, yeah, the motherfucker had the number one seed in, in the West too. Don't make it seem like some shit was different. Right, motherfucker right. was the best player in game. So I just think he finds ways to motivate himself. That's it. But especially now, because there is no real, and it's not like he's trying to – and if, if he wants to win an MVP, which he believes he's the best player in the world every single year, so he wants to win the MVP every single year, just getting to the postseason ain't going to get that shit done. Right? You got to, like, be the number one seed. You got to be the number two seed. You got to have a great record. Why right now? What do you mean? Why right now do you have to be the number one seed? You're no, I think, a message, though. I'm saying, yeah. You took a team oh, that was okay. Yeah, if you want to win the MVP, like, he, Yeah. Like, you know, some guys, every, on the resume. yeah, some, some guys every single year, their goal is to make playoffs or some guys, some teams every year, their goal is to make playoffs. Some year teams are trying to make or win the finals. Some year guys goals are to be an all-star every year. Some guys, even that like Dane every year, he's an all-star quote unquote. So his goal is to be all NBA. And then there's guys that are in that top five that are like top seven, even Dame included in that, that are like, my goal is to win the MVP. So Braun has a checklist in his head. If he wants to win the MVP, he knows he has to average these amount of numbers. He knows he has to have these amount of wins. He knows these things. So for him to be like, ah, just get me there and I'm going to be fine, there is some truth to that. But even within that, there's checklists that he's trying to get to to make sure that like his crown it stays on his head and it doesn't go to somebody else. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so... So are we saying he's the MVP? Yes. Oh, he, 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 he is the MVP, but he's not winning the MVP. What, who is? Are we, we're talking about LeBron James? Yeah. Motherfucker, Giannis. They already said, they already said that they're not. They they're, 
anything that before the bubble, they're stopping, basically they're saying, don't account for anything. Don't yeah, account for anything. He's, dude, we, we know the truth. We know it's not right or we know this, but we ultimately know that people are going to vote for Giannis over Braun. You really, thought, some, you really thought Braun was going to win? Yes. I just, here's my thing about Giannis. He's gotten better because his teammates have gotten better. That sounds weird. Just listen to this. <laughs> yes, he's shooting more threes. Yes, he is amazing. Yes, he has an argument for MVP. But for the purpose of this conversation, I feel like Giannis does not make his teammates better at the level that LeBron does. If you take Giannis off the Bucks, that team is still top three, top four in the East, right? It is a very good team. You take LeBron off the Lakers. I agree with you, but that's been, I feel like, the story, the narrative for so long, and it just doesn't. I understand that, but this is even more because, okay, well, he's in the West. Well, Giannis is in the East. Now what? Giannis is in the East, so now what? So now he's in the West. The West is harder. You have the Clippers who are better. You have Utah who's better. You have yeah. Portland who at the beginning of the year was supposed to be better. You have- um, Why'd you perk up when he said the Clippers who are better? No, 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 he's talking about the team. Allie gets tired because I keep talking about like the Clippers and I was like, yo, I'm not doing this on purpose and I'm not disrespecting our guy, but it, we, we had this conversation. I said this, Channing, I go, and this is no disrespect to anybody. We're just talking, we're just talking real. Let's say LeBron James and Anthony Davis, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard cancel each other out. Let's say those four just cancel each other out. Who's got the better team? Not, not even close. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Not, not even, even close. close. Not even close. Now, I still think the pairing of AD and Braun is a little bit better than Paul George and Kawhi. Uh, better. So, like, For it's, sure. not, it's, not, it's not apples to apples. So, now, after that, let's look at coaching stats. J-Kid. I owe my life to Jason Kidd, right? Lionel Holland. He saved you? Yes. Were you in a car accident? Yeah, yeah. I owe my life, right? This house, my kids go to private school because of Jason <laughs> Kidd, right? I'm okay. Or the with. bad California. Yeah, California. just like your kids go to private school because of Steve Nash, right? Like, you understand that. You're right. Man, you signed a, you signed a one-year contract, got next to Steve Nash, and then you got- Love you, Steve. Love I'm you, Steve. Follow champagne. Yeah. So point being is this, even if you look at coaching stat, Doc Rivers won a championship, been in two finals. T. Lou won a championship, been to multiple finals. When you look at that coaching staff, even their knowledge of LeBron, Doc having played against him, coached against him multiple years, T. Lou having coached him for multiple years, even that gives more insight. Love Jason Kidd, love Frank Vogel, love Lionel Hollins. But even then, if you were to look at coaching resumes, their coaching staff, probably you would pick over that coaching staff. So coaching staff and, and bench is Clippers. Let's talk, um, by the way, you guys are lucky that I was muted when I just tried to say something. Um, but we haven't talked about the fact uh, Frank Vogel had Paul George and competed against LeBron James and almost had him out of the playoffs Yeah. with Indiana. So yeah, it was, yeah because I agree, T. Lou knowing Braun very well can be dangerous, but it's not like Frank doesn't have any kind of insight into a superstar amongst what everyone is calling the biggest matchup. Agreed. Agreed. The only problem is Frank Vogel had him multiple years ago. Like, I want to say it was probably like five or six years ago. 
yeah. six years ago was the last time Frank Vogel had him. Right? Am I correct yeah. on that? Yeah, 2012, 13, Back 14, check. 15, yeah. 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 So. I don't know. Poor Laker fans. <laughs> oh, we are ending on that right there. Poor Laker I'm not fans. buying it. I'm not taking it. For some reason, I feel like I just have seen the if I had to pick a team that I want, If I had to pick a team that I wanted to win, even though I felt like they did my boy Luke dirty, I'm still want, I would want the Lakers to win it. I would still want the Lakers to win. Fuck the Clippers. But I, fuck with T, but I fuck with T. Lou. But I fuck with T. Lou heavy. So it's like, I don't really give a shit. I got no horse. I got no horse in this race, right? So like, I don't want to hear anybody talking about, oh, you hate the Clippers. Like, dude, I don't, I don't think, I can't tell you any more definitively that I do not care. Yeah, <laughs> don't I don't care, care either. I'm, I would love the Blazers to win because, you know, if COVID goes away, shockingly, then things going to be on and popping up at Portland, dog. Yeah, Portland's got some other issues they got to figure out. Up there. <laughs> yeah, you might get snatched up, but you know, other than that. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything else you want to get off your chest? Because I know the two of you have a little shindig you got to get to together. Yeah, yeah. another one of these. Another one of these, Channing. I can't wait. No, I'm excited because, like, my day's almost done. Day's <laughs> Same almost here. <laughs> I know. You're such a distant. starting and it just got worse because I have to edit. Thanks to you, Richard. It's oh. one edit. It's one edit. It's, it's a very funny edit. Too. It was a fun, it was worth it. The joke was worth it. And the amount of viewers and listeners that always say, "Why do you guys edit? We need we to." Have, we don't understand. It is, it is fun. This is the thing. The edits are the conversations that you have amongst your friends that you would never want to put on social media, right? The jokes, like the too soon jokes. Oh the, man! Like, they're like, no, man, you can't the, say the that. Bad hot takes. Yeah, the bad like those things are the things that like like for instance, Channing's Channing's Jordan statement would have been edited. That's another edition of Road Trip. <laughs> I want to say.